Hello and welcome to episode 60 of Cincinnati, the Bengals UK podcast that as you can hear is noisier than usual because we are in the Bengals pub, the Admiralty, just off Trafalgar Square. Uh, we're not in the sewing room tonight, goodness no. We are, I, well, we're in a pub that's not full of Bengals fans yet because it is the calm before the storm. Uh, we've got all sorts of things going on tomorrow, on the Friday. The Bengals team themselves touched down at Heathrow at half past six in the morning. We're not going to be anywhere near that, obviously. We're going to be in bed. and uh, But we thought we'd just, you know, give you a little flavour of what it's like inside the Bengals pub. And joining me, back from his sojourn escapades his escapades it is the cream to my tea nathan palmer i've only got one today nathan palmer everybody that's all you need for me today boys one um it's an absolute pleasure to be back in the admiralty you know four years on bengal's banners are hanging from the ceiling it's good to see you, son. It looks like you've got a few more white hairs than that beard since that Jacksonville loss. Well, but, what do you, you know, expect? the salt and pepper suits you. So <laughs> it's good to see you, man. How are you feeling? Yeah, I'm feeling good. I'm exhausted already. Uh, I've been down here since lunchtime. How many pints uh, you had? I've had, I've, been, I've had five. Five? So, yeah. That's, yeah. They always say, if a man says five, add two. I've had five. You had seven, <laughs> didn't you? <laughs> uh, but no, it's great. Uh, you know, as I say, it's the calm before the storm. In here tomorrow is going to be an absolute bumper-to-bumper carnage fest, I think. 100%. Ken Anderson's going to be here. Big Dave Lapham's going to be here. Uh, Dan Hord's going to be here. Who else is going to be? I don't know. Uh, could be any surprise guest, couldn't it? You don't know. It really could be. Uh, so we're excited and we wanted to bring you, as I say, a little bit of a flavour of the Bengals pub. And I say it's a surreal experience because the banners are out and we've got our own Bengals UK stand over there. And if you are coming down to the Admiralty and the off chance that you'll be listening to this before you do, do come and say hello because we've got our own special table with a banner on and everything. Uh, So do come and say hello. We've already said hello. Well, I have. I've had a really lovely conversation with Mr. and Mrs. Drew Sample's mum and dad tonight. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, it was really nice. They're Andy and Michelle and their really bored looking teenage son. (laughs) <laughs> I think it's Caleb or Caleb. What did you say to them? Uh, I, I just was really thrilled for them to be here. You know, they just wanted to come over and not only support the team, but also support their son and That's all the rest of it, you know. So, um, fantastic to see Mr. and Mrs. Sample there, Andy and Michelle. And uh, I can see Jeremy Conley, a.k.a. Captain Obvious, over there holding court with a bunch of Bengals fans. He's going to be over in a moment. Uh, anyway, how are you feeling, Nathan? Are you feeling? Are you buzzing off your nut? I'm buzzing say? off my nut. Man. It's what, what a weekend, you know. Like I've come back from holiday. Like it was a big trip away. Uh, I'm feeling a little bit worse for wear. But what better to get you in the mood than the Bengals are in town Thursday, Friday, Saturday at the Admiralty, seeing the team come in, seeing so many good people like Mike Smith here, Jamie Rowe. You know, so many good fans. This is Thursday. Like wait for Friday and Saturday, and I think. For Bengals fans in the UK, it's a rough season. You know, 0-7 is hard to take, but it means so f***ing much to get a lot of people here, have a fun good night, have some drinks, talk about the team. You know, I've already had a fierce debate with Duncan Yeadon tonight about who we draft in next year, and that's what it's all about, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. hard to see on the field, and I'm, so, I'm excited for the game on Sunday, but to have a good chat and a good laugh with some friends is what it's all about. I think you've hit the nail on the head. And over here we've got Mike Smith, who is the... Uh 
Well, the founder of Bengals UK, really. Um, uh, to give him his due, uh, what was it, four years ago, Mike? What, what was it? I think it was a bit longer than that, but um, founder? I'm not quite so sure. I'm not quite so sure of that. It, 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 you're far too kind to me, mate. You're right. Uh, I think it was uh, one of the co-founders, definitely. Well, I think we're making one thing clear that I am the silent partner who has the majority of the shares in the business, so let's just leave it as that, eh? Yes, absolutely. Uh, and how are you feeling? Because obviously the team are terrible this year and uh, we're slightly scared for Sunday. But uh, what are your thoughts? Are you? I mean, is it something that you can put to the back of your mind or is it kind of... How, how do you feel? I feel like we're back in the 90s, which is when I was at school, carefree, long summer's days. You don't look so, as though you're in the 90s. I don't look... No, I don't know. No, I've, 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 I've horribly aged since, since then, I'm afraid. But I'm, no, you know, do you know what? I'm amongst mates, amongst friends. The humour's been fantastic. The drink's been flowing. We're going to have a great time this weekend before the game or no doubt after the game. So, you know what, who day? Let's get it on and let's hope for a positive performance against the Rams. There you go. How about that, Nathan? Hey, here, here. I mean, you know, I remember when I met Mike, Simon Hunter in the pub for the first time. Paul, you weren't there. I think you, you ghosted us that night. And I always, <laughs> I always, I always remember it. I always remember it. I turned up and it felt like I was on a date because I... Simon, I remember, and Mike were like, oh, I'm wearing like a white shirt and a blue tie. I remember like going up to the bar really awkwardly and sort of saying, Mike? And he's like, Nathan? And then you were stuck with these guys, but it was such a good <laughs> evening. Stuck with these but guys. Stuck, it's it's like such a good evening. It's like you've never met anyone in your whole life that supported the Bengals. And you sat there and you're talking about Carson Palmer and, you know, all, you know back in the day, right in the transition to Andy Dalton. And... I think in the UK, you know, that was almost before the days of Twitter, the very, very early stages of Twitter. And to get to talk to some other fans in the UK that knew the Bengals and knew your pains, knew your troubles, was an incredible experience. We've grown it to today and we're here tonight with all these fans in the pub and it's, a good, it's, a, it's an incredible experience to behold. As I say, it's, it's always quite surreal to me because, uh, because, again, we're so used to sort of sitting in our own houses watching game pass on on our laptops on our own yeah so to actually come and be in a room full of bengals fans and it just happens to be a noisy pub um is just a really weird surreal experience isn't it really a hundred percent i mean and there's so, there's so many people that you sort of every week when we do the questions we're like you know slam dunk the funk duncan's here and like you know, Martin Jess and Jeremy Martin Gris. and this is on a Thursday night in the presence <laughs> of Trey Corbista himself that's Trey right Quar we'll Bister hear from Jamie yeah. in a second and that, that's the exciting thing is it's, it, it gives a place for everyone to come down and interact and no matter if the Bengals are 0-7 or they're 7-0 a lot of these fans are turning up and I think that's a huge testament to the fan base yes absolutely um, well thank you Mike it's good to see you thanks for popping it by this is going to be a bit of a revolving door it's going to be a bit chaotic uh, I haven't got the sound levels sorted out yet, but we'll see how that sounds. So apologies as if it's not the usual broadcast quality. Um, but uh, we're going to sort of bring in uh, as many people as we can, really. Um, so next, um, Jamie, you're here, aren't you? Jamie Rowe uh, at Trequart Beaster. You've heard him on this podcast before. Hello, Jamie. Hello, how are you? All right, how are you? Just about good. Uh, I'm four beers in, you're five beers in. Yes. Uh, God knows how many beers Duncan Eden sing. I I, I think he's in a lot of beers. Uh, He's been in a lot of beers and a a lot of beer is in him at the moment. And the secret rums. 
Yes, of We've course. We've been given lots of free We've room got, as well. Uh, the, the brand Kraken, kind of. <laughs> uh, and Mike Smith has just taken a photograph of us with a really bright flash. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. The Kraken girls and boys were out handing out free tots of rum, weren't they? Yeah, and that that's, was a that's, bit of a that's gone to my head as well. Yeah, so all good. Um, how are you feeling down in London? You're obviously from the north. Is that a problem? Well, the, I mean, the journey was the journey was incredible as always. Thank you to Megabus um, <laughs> for for their. They lost the driver around Birmingham, right. and then there were issues on the M25. Um, some BMW driver decided to go into a thing. A um, thing. Oh, into into the side of the road. Oh, right. And that, kind of flip thing. it all over in all terribleness. Okay. Um, but I'm here in one piece and very good. That's what. That's and how what are you after. feeling about this? I'm, I'm. We're surveying the pub right now, and it's. I mean, it's not that full because it's Thursday night, but you know there are a few Bengals caps knocking about and. Uh, it's no, no Sainsbury's for life bags. Anyway, I haven't seen any yes, of that. Yes, we need to have a word about that, don't we? Well, I mean. Look, look at him quivering my, on his words. My, my, my choice of headwear for the game on Sunday is, um, is bold, but it, it, it feels like something that I have to do. Um, I feel I feel that I'm going to enjoy this weekend. I'm going to enjoy the company of uh, Bengals fans. It's not something you usually get in this country. Um, I'm still very hurt by the team and how they're set up at the moment. Yeah. Um, and I do intend to bring some of the more comical aspects, perhaps less of the uh, more um, angry aspects of the Cincinnati atmosphere. But I will certainly want to represent the view that things may not have gone well this year. Uh, but is is that is that is that? Yeah, I get it. It's the, it's a perfect time to celebrate uh, to protest, I guess. And, and express what you're feeling but shouldn't this be a weekend of celebration and getting behind the team whatever come what may or well it'd be celebration if um, for instance the mix and train had left the station that would have yes. been a celebration um, if the defence had played better than a high school team that would have been a, a, a reason for celebration the celebration in, in the Bengals coming to London this weekend is for the people coming here the fans and indeed some of the players the, 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 the players are are good people possibly not necessarily good players yeah. um, but it's good to have people around in London yes and it's good to have the Bengals around in London what do you think about wearing paper bags on your head and all that kind of stuff Nathan I'm not into it I have to say but it's obviously you're right but I, I, I really it's, it's a good it. question I, I'm not I don't think Jamie's wrong. I, I'm not going to be wearing anything, but I, I I completely understand his frustration. I completely understand that, and I hear that. I think when your team's 0-7 and you've had two or three losing seasons in a row, I think even in the winning seasons, there's been some like criticisms of how you know we could have been more aggressive, we could have done more. There's some questions there. I, I don't I don't think I don't. I'm not saying it's a bad way to express your frustration because what's the right way to express your frustration? Is it to not buy season tickets? Is it to not buy merchandise? But when you're 0-7, it's a small season. People spend a lot of money on this team. I mean, with this season, like, you know, this, this week, this weekend, Jamie's come down from up north in Manchester. 
He's getting a hotel, he's paying for his tickets, he's paying for drinks, he's paying for food, he pays for Game Pass, he pays for jerseys, he's wearing a Bengals sock right now. He has a right as a paying customer to express his frustration and it's not what I would necessarily do, but I don't think we, because of our blind love for a team, can't express how we feel. You know, I think it's an interesting debate, it's an interesting one and it's, it's hard, you know, when you support a team that's not doing well and they've not done well for a long time, you know, and you're frustrated with the ownership. It's a peaceful protest. So it's an interesting one. I'm yeah, not, it is interesting. You know, Jamie, go on. I, I'm, I'm not going to kind of come into it irrationally. Well, no, because you're not an irrational bloke. Yeah. I know that you're not. But um, I, I think the Bengals have a way out of this. But right now, it does seem a bit hopeless. And it does seem a bit kind of like there does need to be a drive from the fans to... Um, make things a bit better. Yeah, I think I think you're right, and I think I just don't like. I, for me, you know, over here, I just, I would just hate for say a camera to pick pick you up on Sunday wearing your bag or whatever, and they'll be like, oh god, even even the London fans think we're we're terrible. You know, I would hate that look. I would hate that really because it's we're not. They'll probably pick him up as well if he wears it. You know, thing. Possibly, possibly. But I just think, uh, I don't know, I, I know it's a very uh, visual and obvious way to protest, but it's also, it's almost like you're saying you're ashamed to be a Bengals fan as well. And I know that there's, you know, gallows humour attached to it as well. But I, that's what I see when I see paper bags. And it's kind of like, well, if you're going to go there and just put a paper bag over your head, then why go there at all? Because it just makes you look... I, I agree with you as well. I, I'm literally like the, the intermediary with this. But how do you show your frustration at the ownership? What's the What would you, write you say? My, you write Mike Brown a letter. Yeah, I know that sounds what, ridiculous. What, what, what year are you in? Uh, well, what he is in his 80s and he does answer back to No, but like, what, what, that's not a realistic way to protest. It's got to be something more public. How do you do something? Do you protest outside the stadium? Do you... You know, you stop buying merchandise. Well, do that, I don't think they'd care because the merchandise probably won't. The merchandise goes to NFL. But the, but not I think the fans individual. in Cincinnati are doing their job by like not buying tickets. Well, yeah, I mean that is the obvious way to protest. Or yeah. don't go to the games because that that will hit them in the pocket as much as as kind of kudos wise. You know, if you, if like you know national TV you, sees like a half full. I mean, would you many, would you many? rather Jamie turn up to the game and pay his money to Mike Brown and like he's in Cincinnati and he wears a bag on his head to say I'm annoyed but I want to see the game because I'm a fan and I want to see my team but I'm annoyed or would you rather him sit at home I, if you're Mike Brown it's tricky because I know how much Jamie does love the team and the Bengals you know so um, I, I don't know you could go back and forth on this debate I think but it, as I say it's just not for me I, I know you, mean. Yeah, I agree with you as well. Yeah. Um, anyway, that was quite a deep conversation, wasn't it? But you must be looking forward to that. I mean, you're, you're here. You must be looking forward to the whole kind of weekend, right? It's, oh, it's absolutely. And, um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I want to watch the Bengals. And I really don't mind watching the Bengals be awful. I just would yeah. rather that they were a bit better. Yes. And, and also taking steps to be better, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's an interesting debate, one that we're going to be having in the pub throughout this weekend, no doubt. Why are we 0-7? What can we do to not be 0-7? What can we do to make sure, you know, the players uh, get the most out of the players, you know? But uh, 
Uh, I think it's a debate that everyone can have at home and uh, in the pub as well. And this is what sports is all about, right? It's emotional and it's great to be in pubs talking about it. Thank you, Jamie. Nice to see you. Uh, right, let's bring some. let's bring in the super fan, super couple, shall we? They've made it back over here for the uh, second time, I think. Uh, let's bring in Jess and Jess and Jess and Jess, Jess and Jeremy Conley, uh, aka Captain Obvious. We're just changing seats over here. Um, who's going to come in first? Come on, Jess. Yeah, yeah, your turn. <laughs> It's like a waiting room in here. Hello, Jess. Uh, welcome back to London, Jess. Thank you. Um, how does it feel? How does it feel? It feels great. It feels great. I love being here. This is, one of, this is my favorite place to come. I wish I could come here every year. I'm going to try to come here every year. And it's your maiden appearance on Cincinnati. I know a long-time listener. How does it feel, your first episode? You're on, you're, you're on the, uh, the mic. Are you excited to be in London? What are you feeling right now? I'm, I'm very, I'm very starstruck, and um, <laughs> I really hope that my voice isn't too squeaky because I've been drinking a lot. So I'm trying to uh, keep my voice nice and even. <laughs> You're doing a good job. Uh, thank you, thank you. So you've been drinking for a lot of hours, so. So you know that happens in the UK, right? There's a lot of drinking yes. for hours and hours. Yes. Do you? I mean, you can You, you got in today, right? You got, you got in today. No, we yesterday. We arrived last night. Yep. So. Um, did you come on a package or did you do it independently? No, we did it independently because um, we saved a lot of money that way. They yeah. were they were charging a lot to come with the Bengals and they did a big package and it was a lot of... Um, there were some perks to that, but we decided to just do it on our own. Yeah. And uh, I, guess, I guess I need to ask you, when, when you were here three years ago, did it take you utterly by surprise at how crazy this place was absolutely and the kind of fan, the passion from the fans as well absolutely i was absolutely blown away the first time we were here by not only the sheer number of fans but how well they knew the team and how well they loved the team and how they loved the team for a lot of years and they're just their dedication staying up all night sometimes to look to listen to games and watch the games so i was absolutely blown away by the dedication of the fans over here it's 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 very inspiring to me honestly because you know, we, we love the team and we, we are super diehard, but th there's not a lot of that. I feel like that's kind of the exception and not really the rule. Whereas I feel like over here, that's the, that's the rule. Everybody who follows the Bengals is absolutely diehard. So that was, that was really great for me to see. And I, I mean, I've been asked that question quite a lot recently by American journalists and whatnot. I mean, I sort of liken the whole thing to almost like a long distance relationship, really. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? We're 5,000 miles away. We're absolutely, we've had one amazing night with that person and we are now living way apart and we want it back We're so desperate badly. desperate for the sex. We're de well, it's just a sexual relationship between me and exactly. the Bengals, to be honest with you. Um, I hope that works out. Yes. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, do you get that though? In all seriousness, do you get that kind of absolutely that weird I intensity? Mean, yeah, we're, because... We're, we're intense but you got, and you guys are intense. But I think it's a different kind of intensity. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. And you know, the funny thing is, I always tell people, I always, I always use the same example. But I was, I was born at Christ Hospital, which is literally down the street from the stadium. So I never felt like I had a choice. You know, you guys could have picked anybody. Yeah, you right. Picked, yeah. You could have yeah. picked a really, really good team that's going to be really, yeah. really good for a lot of years. And I hope yeah. that we are too. But the fact that you could have picked anyone and you picked the Bengals—that to me is just—that says everything. You know, yeah. I, I, I'm from there. I didn't have a choice, really. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's just amazing to me. I love that. 
And uh, what are you hoping for this weekend, would you say? I would love a win. Yes. I would be happy with the tie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so would I. I think anybody right? would. Right? I'd be happy yeah. with a competitive game. I'd yes, be happy with a so. good game. I would be happy to go into that game and and see a great match. You know, I and I think we will. I really do. Um, you know, the Rams. The Rams have been struggling this year, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah. So and the Neut- Bengals have neutral ground as well. You exactly. know, they've got three hours more jet lag than us as well. That is totally. coming from the West Coast. Eight hours versus five. You know, you know, you know. You hope Zach knows Sean McVay's dirty tactics. Yeah. Yeah. Dirty tactics. You never know. You know what I mean? Exactly. If exactly. they are dirty, I think he would know. Absolutely. I think he would know better than anyone. Absolutely. I think there's going to be some eye contact. Absolutely. You know, across the. Field. You know what I think? If you're Zach Taylor and you're playing your old boss, yeah, you'd be motivated. Oh, if, like if I was motivated. playing my old boss, I'd be like, right, we were, exactly. we're, I'm going to win this game. I'd be like absolutely buzzing off my nut. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon we could do it. I think we can do it. I, so I think we if it, absolutely can. If it, if it was a one o'clock game in Cincinnati, I'd be pretty worried. But I feel like London gives it like a like a bit of a like weird sort of like you know weird matchup. It sort of yeah. like levels yeah. the playing field a bit. It's a neutral field. Yeah. You know, everyone's sort of like I don't know. I think we got a chance. Yeah. I think we absolutely you know. have a chance. I mean, when you think about the close games that have slipped through our fingers. I really don't feel like this game is, is totally out of grasp for us. I and really that's don't. the weird thing about this season, isn't it? Because we haven't been playing well, let's face it. We no. really haven't. And yet we've managed just about, I don't know how, but we've managed to stick around in games. And I think that, that you know that's a lot of credit to the players that are still digging deep. They know they're not playing well, but they're just trying and trying. And, uh, you know, that, that does give me hope for the future because Zach is... It, it was never going to happen overnight, I don't think, with Zach Taylor. And um, I do think that it's going to take a little bit more time. And the injuries don't help. Right. Uh, and, you know, they must, have made some poor decisions. But, um, but yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, we can put on a bit more performance. Jess, thank you very much. Let's thank hand you. over to your Imindoors. It's Jeremy Conley. All right. The one you've all Have a great weekend, for. Jess. Thank you. Day. Captain Obvious getting into his seat, his lustrous beard. All right, waving. I'm excited. I know. This Welcome. Is, I think all the Bengals fans in the UK will know Jeremy. <laughs> if they've been watching the games this season, he's become a bit of a regular on the CBS and Fox cameras. I am so sorry. And my wife, whenever he comes on, goes, "That's the guy from Twitter, isn't it? That's the guy from Twitter and his wife. There they are." Yeah. And he's he's got some good dance moves. This guy. Like, that's the one thing I never realised. Like, I knew he had a good dress sense. He's got some good boxing moves. He's got some good dance moves. Like I feel like he, he's upped his game as the season's gone on. You know, random, random little uh, uh, bit of trivia. I used to be president of the breakdance club at Ohio State Did University you? in Mansfield Did for you? one year. Great. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> it begs the question, Jeremy, are you going to break out some moves if there's Rube on this? I have school? absolutely saved my best for Wembley. <laughs> I love you guys. I cannot wait. I've waited all year for this, so you better believe Wembley and London's getting my best. Right, you give it the big one, right? And you keep coming over here telling us you love us and all that him, kind of stuff. Right? You're going to tell him you're going to have break dancing. I'm the host, right? I you're going to have a break dance off with Jeremy. No, Paul. I'm not. I can't break <laughs> dance. I feel like that's what the fans want to see. If I though. tried to do a caterpillar, I think I'd break my <laughs> spine, basically. I feel like the Bengals fans want to see you against Jeremy in a break dance. I really <laughs> feel like they that's don't. That's what I want to see. That's what you want to see. 
in your dream that you had. That's what you told me this so morning. So the podcast turns into a video blog. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Every, every, every single fan listens to this podcast. <laughs> Everybody like, get on Twitter and vote for a video blog. Yeah. Tell Paul <laughs> you want a video blog. Well, you know, for a fact, you know, right, that if, if any Bengals players make the Pro Bowl, we have a bet. We're going to do the podcast completely naked. There you go. And Are you charging I th- people I think, to attend? I, th- I think, no, it's going to be a private <laughs> affair between me and Nathan. What's well, no fun if it's private? Um, there are uh, websites that I make good it was money only doing Alden that. Tate and Bobby Hart made the program. No, it's been widened out <laughs> to yeah, anybody. At this point. I take and I think point. Kevin Huber or Brandon Wilson might do it. There you go. Brandon Wilson's probably the best. I shot, will I secure mean. a dot com for you guys just for that <laughs> event. <laughs> we might start up. To, it'd be like Babe Station. I'm going to start working out now. If I, feel oh, like I know, me too. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm only it drinking. could be Geezer Station. There you Geezer go. Geezer Station. <laughs> we we'll fly yeah. Jeremy in. Yes. Three way naked podcast. <laughs> Goodness me, this is all getting getting a bit heated, isn't it? Homoerotic in this corner. I'm quite <laughs> enjoying it. I must say. The second that Jess left, there's three I men know. on the podcast. Three men talking about <laughs> it's getting got naked. A bit weird, isn't it? Jess, Jess is looking at us going, what the hell are you talking about? Um, what podcast is this? Yeah, <laughs> it's not a football podcast. That's what it's turned into something completely different. I'm um, sorry, Mom. No, I wanted to ask, in all seriousness, what is it? I mean, you've really helped us. You've given us lots of support. Um, what is it, though? What, what made you kind of just kind of fall in love with the place and, and kind of be so supportive to us, you know? You know that... We, we came out in 2016, and, uh, you know, it, we had hopes of a great season. It, it didn't quite end that way, but I had never really met anyone that was a fan overseas, yeah. you know, outside, really, of Ohio. And to come in here and the, the chanting, and you had original songs yes. that, that we tried to desperately <laughs> learn the words to and absolutely God save it. our AJ Green instead oh, of God yes. save the Queen. That, yeah. that is still ingrained in my head. Yeah. Like, I could not believe the love for the team. Um, you know, it's it's maybe it's easier to, to turn a little bit or to be a little bit sour if you live there. You know, may, maybe yeah. our expectations are different. Because you're living with it every day, right? right? right. And with all the politics you and know, all the baggage that comes with and, living in a city. And I get it. You know, th- that was the first time they were here. And you, you guys got to see it. And there's a little bit different energy. But I drew from that. Right. And then right now we're, we're 0-7. Yeah. And I feel absolutely fantastic. To sit across from you two to look at your gorgeous faces, I tell you, if you're listening to this podcast, the next day go to church, tell everyone to listen. Go to work, tell everyone to listen. Go to the street corner and shout, listen to this podcast. These guys are amazing. And you know what? We've got to stick together. Uh, This is a fraternity for us. You know, we, we, we look better than we sound, don't we? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> these, these are faces made for television, and I expect to see we're, some we're type of We're criminally underused on this oh, podcast. Oh, absolutely. You just, just wait. The, the podcast is the start. The yes. video's coming next, and that's where the money comes in. Yeah. These are faces made for money. Yeah, I yeah. promise you. <laughs> faces made for crime once, I think, to be honest with you. But, but the, the but yeah, love I'm, of the team, yeah. the, the, the passion behind it, you know, it, I, I'm re-energized. I'm expecting a win. You know, if I was down prior, and and it's hard to to not say, you know, there were times of doubt. You know, we all, a bad play here and there. You might say something under your breath. No, 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 no. We're going to win. We're going to win Sunday. I absolutely believe that. I think think that's the thing we're lacking in the team at the moment is the attitude. We need that, like, and I think a win breeds confidence. And that's desperately what we need is, like, 
you're looking at the team now. We're on seven. It's hard. You know, players are down on themselves. There's some negative, like, energy swirling around. To get a win on neutral soil, to go one and seven, let's finish the season with five wins. Yeah. Let's get some momentum behind us. Let's get AJ Green back. Let's do a job. And I think that's what we need. It's, it's easy when you're in a bad, bad position. Thank you to Duncan for bringing me a beer right now as I'm live. But uh, we yeah. need a win. Like I just think a win breeds so much confidence and really would breathe some life into this team. You know, with, with a new staff, you know, we've got a new system. We've got players trying to learn a new system. We have different pieces in there due to injury. You know, sometimes it's, it's that one or two plays away. And, and we've had some, you know, four games, uh, four points, three points, one point. Uh, we could easily have three or four wins right now. All we need is that one, that one where the okay, execution okay. is there. I'm, I'm going to be Mr. Snarky Bollocks here, right, and say what is the point of getting four wins, five wins this season if that pushes our draft order down? Do you know what I mean? There is that argument, right? It, it is. You know what? I, I hope the players understand as a fan. You know, the fans have the luxury of looking at the draft. You know, we have the luxury of, you know, thinking about this or that. We, we don't play for the team, but... The players, the players are out there that listen, the players that meet the fans, the players that shake hands, you know, the, the, the fans that are standing around by the tunnel at the end of the game after a tough loss, and the players come up and give a glove, give a high five. You know, I know they want to win. I've, I've yeah. spoke to a few. You know, Carlos Dunlap, amazing player. I know he has a passion. I want the win for them. Yeah. If, if, if anything else happens, I'm going to see. I'm a positive guy. I'm going to see silver lining in, okay, better draft capital. But... Yeah. What I want most, the reason why we stay late, the reason why we, we get out late and we fight traffic, we're there for the players. We want to see them yeah. be successful, and I know they want to too, and I know 100%. they're going to work hard to get that Sunday. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you on that one. But there's a lot of people who aren't, right? Everyone wants exactly. to say, what is the point? Let's start. I mean, I think we should be looking to next year, actually, and thinking how can we make this team better. But there, there's professional pride at stake here, and people just aren't going to not want to go out and win, if that makes exactly. sense. You know. the, the whole reason you support an American football team or any sports team is to watch them win at the weekend, watch the competitive game at the weekend, and to sit there and be like, I actually hope the other team wins, so that in maybe two years, if we draft right, we yeah. win, is a silly attitude to take. Win some games, draft well. It doesn't matter if you draft 1, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 32 draft well and win games and pick, it's about pick what, and like, Jeremy makes a really good point those players want to win the coaches want to win they only get one chance you're going American again in your answer because no, no, he's on I, <laughs> you're going American I've been, in, I've been in the US for the last two weeks yeah. and we've got an American on now so I'm just going to chuck my accent alright dude <laughs> goes out the window you're back home now son we're back home I've had a few beers you know it's the American coming. accent's flying but, but yeah I agree we've got, I agree. We've got to do it we've got this to win. is what happens we feed off each other's energy you guys yeah, have right. me pumped up I'm pumped up I'm, I, I want to go on to Wembley just... right now and take on oh, the Rams absolutely. Aaron Donald couldn't take me and Jeremy right now Aaron Donald against me Let's that. go. I want you two on the offensive line against Aaron Donald, Donald and wouldn't co. stand a chance. Absolutely. I, I have a feeling he'd do. He'd be limited. Tough. He'd be limited. At best. Did you see him limited. pick up the Falcons player? Yeah, but yeah. there's oh two of goodness. us. That's true. Hey, I'll yeah. give him my best shot. And yeah. I'll tell you something. Bengals captain in real life. He's a tall guy. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I reckon he's a he's a rangy sort of uh, Aaron Donald. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron Donald would be like, <laughs> all right, like you know, he's got he's got picky. I know about leverage and yeah, <laughs> <absolutely>. <laughs> leverage it. <laughs> Jeremy has got good leverage. Uh, that's one thing I will say for him. One good. Uh, well, Jeremy, uh, we could talk all night, and we probably will after this podcast is finished. Absolutely. So thanks for joining, and you know, have a fantastic time, and uh, we love you. Uh, just because of the support and all the help and uh, and, and good words so thank you so much you guys are the best and, thank uh, you we'll see you well in a few minutes when I turn this off but absolutely <laughs> thank yeah, you who day who day to you and the next person in the hot seat uh, I met him this evening he's come all the way from Italia uh, uh, and uh, Alberto Alberto right here he is um, and I believe uh, Alberto hi ciao hi ciao Alberto Want to see How you doing, man? All right. Oh, okay, so um, fantastic. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, someone said to photograph of us. This is what we've got to get used to. We're sort of semi superstars. Paparazzi, man. man. you got to just take the Paparazzi it just fantastic. bowling up and taking pictures of their phones. So, um, so Alberto, let's start again. Welcome. Piacera. Oh, thank you very much. Um, How's it going? Okay, thank you. Um, um, so, uh, tell us, where are you from? You're from the north of Italy, right? Sorry? You're from the uh, north of Italy. Oh, yeah. I'm from the north, northwest, near side Turin. Right. Um, uh, by car, one hour and a half from Milan, which is a pretty, well, famous Italian city. Yes, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. For its fashion, all that stuff. Asti is the city. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, welcome to... I mean, you've been here before. You were here three years ago, right? Oh, exactly, exactly. For the Washington game. Exactly. And how was that? How it was? Yes, yeah. Washington. Oh, it was an amazing experience. Uh, was the uh, second time that I uh, was here in London. It was an amazing experience, as it's always the case here in, at the Admiralty. And uh, I had the uh, opportunity to meet all these Cincinnati people. Yes. And it has been awesome, you know what I mean? So from an Italian fan being an American football fan, it's a little bit difficult because down there no one actually falls American football there yeah. uh, a lot of them are after soccer you know what I mean yes yeah yeah, yeah. and by the way I just discovered that you're a Parma supporter huge Parma fan <laughs> okay uh, I'm a Nap- Napoli fan here you're a Napoli yeah, fan yeah yeah okay yeah. fantastic I'm a Juventus FC fan so oh, I, 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 I already won him against both Paul, of you cut the yeah. podcast <laughs> cut, cut co- edit it here just edit get him off get him off Juventus um, edit the podcast now I'm interested you, you, let's just brush over the whole Juve thing right that's not good um, what, uh, what, uh, you mentioned the NFL in Italy. Yeah. I mean, you said it's quite small. Is it? I mean, yeah, it's a little bit small. Yeah. But it's growing. It's growing pretty, pretty much fast. Okay. Because uh, there are a lot of guys just like me that are getting accustomed to yeah. root for an NFL team because uh, yeah. um, the, the, the NFL thing is getting bigger. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, well, the big market teams are those that, are, that, that the people are after the most. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm referring to, especially to the Dallas Cowboys and the Denver, Bron- the Denver Broncos of the world, okay, New England right, right. Patriots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there are also a couple of Cincinnati Bengals fans just like me. Okay. How, how many Cincinnati Bengals fans do you think there are in Italy? If you had to say, less than 10? In Italy? Yeah. I there must should be a say few like closet fans, like maybe in the south of Italy that like you know you just, uh, just uh, what do you think? Like I don't know, 10? really probably three. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best case scenario. We'll take it. We'll take and, it. And two are uh, 
One, it's me, obviously, and one is a close friend of mine, and I and casually discovered right? that. You're telling me your girlfriend's a Bengals fan as well. Sorry? Right? Your girlfriend is a Bengals fan. Your girlfriend is a Bengals fan, but yeah, but yeah. he's a Bengals fan, she's a Bengals fan because I'm a Bengals fan. Right, you know, okay. you know what? <laughs> so, well, that, that, that's the way it works, though, man. That's the way it works. <laughs> you got to lead the movement there, man. Like, maybe when they come back to the. Maybe in like 10 years' time. We will see Stadio Olimpico, <laughs> Bengals Steelers. That's what I want to see. And Alberto right there in the, right. waving his flag. Bengals, <laughs> Bengals Steelers. Bengals Italian. Bengals right exactly. Or at the Anino Tardini in Parma. That's yeah. what I always see. Um, it is interesting, though, isn't it, how the sport has gone completely around the world, I think. And it, it, I mean, I think a lot of the American people who come here are just like so surprised to see how it's all kind of taken off and how Absolutely. passionate people are. Uh, it's, I mean, you know, a lot of our listeners are British, so they know how passionate they are, but it, I think it still takes the Americans by surprise, actually. Absolutely. I was here two years ago, and I got to, ma- and I got to meet uh, Bengals fan, Bengals supporters from uh, Norway, Bengals supporters yes. from Scotland, Bengals uh, fans from uh, Galles. Yes. And it's incredible because, uh, you know what I mean, the Bengals are not a such a big market team no, as no. we are accustomed to talking about such teams like the Patriots and yeah, 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 uh, yeah. you know uh, uh, um, already refer, referred to the Dallas yeah. Cowboys of these world. So. Yeah, yeah. And, well, it's really incredible because these people uh, come here and they think that probably they are the two people, three people that that will support the Bengals in all of London and they yeah, just yeah. discovered also today that it's not it's yeah a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a global thing right it's, it's fantastic it's yeah. fantastic it's a well a lot of people actually support the Bengals which is a pretty yeah. good news to me yeah absolutely <laughs> uh, so about uh, what about Sunday are you hopeful do you think we can do something on Sunday do you think we might win against the Rams it's gonna be difficult um, one thing I got to say that I had the pleasure uh, uh, attending three days, to- uh, sorry, three total games, um, Bengals against our teams, and I, I never attended a loss. Ah. So I was here three years ago to for so um, a Washington Redskins tie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. had a tie against the Washington Redskins that year, and uh, last year I actually went to Cincinnati, Ohio, oh, okay. to watch the first two games of the of the year of the season. And I watched uh, a couple of wins against the Indianapolis Colts and the Baltimore Ravens. So a lot of people started to uh, refer to me as a lucky charm. You know okay, what I mean? Right, right, <laughs> so right, 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 right. That's yeah, what I like yeah. to hear, man. You got to bring that charm back on Sunday. You got to bring so. it back. I hope we so. I really hope back. so. Yeah. It's going to be difficult going, this year. If we beat the Rams, I'll be going mad. You <laughs> see me in the stands, man. You see uh, you'll be streaking on the pitch. Yeah, I'd be absolutely buzzing up one night. Absolutely. Listen, Alberto. It's so cool to meet you. Thank you for coming on. And Thank you. Enjoy the weekend here. Thank you very much, guys. You too. Cheers, Alberto. Thank you, man. Well, isn't that great? We, I don't think we, we really don't know who, who uh, we're going to meet, and uh, and we didn't. I didn't know. There was no script really for this show, as, <laughs> as you probably t- uh, can tell. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's. You don't know who you're going to meet. I would say that this is the quieter night uh, of the of the next couple of nights. Um, but it's it's already cool. It's already buzzing. It's already Christmas great for Bengals fans. It is Christmas for Bengals. It is, man. It's so good. Like, it's Thursday night now. Like me and you are hanging out. We've done a podcast. There's a lot of people in the pub. 
Friday will be busier than Thursday. Saturday yeah. will be busier than Friday. Sunday's the game. <clears throat> I think it's incredible. I mean, it's it's a shame we're not better off record-wise, yeah, but I think yeah. that really shows the passion of these fans. And to I be here now, like yeah. people like Jess and Jeremy, they've flown over from the US. You yeah. know, they've come all the way over. They've like come in for a second time to see their team play in London. It doesn't matter if they're 0-7, 0-16, no, or no. 7-0. They're going to come and do it. I think that is what being a fan is about. It's not... And I think people not forget getting, that. I think... Yeah, honestly, I completely I, I agree. Get, I get that people are really angry and the Bengals have made mistakes. I'm sure if you get them in a room, they would admit yeah. quietly that they've made some mistakes. 100%. 100%. 100%. But, but sports is like that. You get your ups and downs. We've that, had that, a relatively successful period. We're having a downtime now. But, of course, the society that we live in, everybody wants it to be fixed super quick. Uh, and yeah. I'm afraid this ain't going to be fixed this year. No, it's not. And I, I, think, I, and think I understand the frustration of that. It's, I, it I is do as really well. I do as well. And I think it's easy to sit there and like start fantasizing about the draft. But it's like, support your team. They're your team. Like, yeah. through, through thick, thick and thin. thin. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, that, that's what it is and I and think, I, and I think it take, like, we it, might take a quarterback next year we might take Chase Young whoever but like yeah. support them now they're here now you might be frustrated with the ownership and I think there's been some good points made tonight but yeah. support the team you know they're our team that's what you signed up for support them and and yes you, that, but that with also, the rough and the, and the, that rough does and the not, smooth and that does not mean blindly supporting them it means you can protest you can uh, bitch and moan on social media and absolutely, all the rest of it yeah, that's, that's, as fans that's our right and that is actually half the fun of being a sports fan of bitching we're not and the moaning. Pyongyang Bengals yet no not yet goodness me can you imagine the Pyongyang Bengals that's quite a good ring it to is. it it is Pyongyang um, but we're going to get off so but I think you know this weekend I think it'll be a good shot in the arm for British uh, Bengals fans it'll you know depend. you know whatever happens on the pitch weirdly it's uh I think it would just give them a shot in the arm. It's like, yeah, we're part of something. We are part of a community, and that feels great. People, humans like to be part of groups, yeah. packs, you know. And we are a pack, a dirty pack, a dirty. Let's talk football pack. for one. Do if anyone, if anyone's tuned in this podcast for the football element, well, no one has. No one probably has. But do you think we can win on Sunday? Yeah, I do. I don't think we will. But you don't think we will? No, but I think we can. Yeah. But I don't think we will. What do you think at the moment? Just, just in, we're going to literally sum this podcast up in the next hundred seconds. Yeah. What's wrong with us at the moment? Uh, it's a bit of everything. Yeah, but come on, give me more than that. Uh, I think injuries have been an absolute killer. I think key players have regressed. Uh, I think uh, some of the play calling I'm not quite there with yet. Uh, I also think Zach Taylor and his coaching staff, as much as it's easy to blame them and have a go at them, I think they've been extremely hampered by injuries and actually the quality of players at their disposal so they can't actually run the offence that he wants yet. Uh, the same perhaps with the defence, although I've got more, a few more questions about the defence. I'd say key players have regressed. Um, we perhaps drafted badly in the past couple of years. Things haven't gone to plan. This is the thing, Bengals have had plans in the past couple of years. We've traded for Cordy Glenn. They didn't know how, although, you know, Cordy had a bit of previous at Buffalo, so maybe there was a red flag there. But, you know, they didn't expect Cordy Glenn to, to, to have a, an, an astonishingly long concussion. 
and B, you know, whatever's happening in that dispute, I have no idea. But, um, and, you know, as I say, just the luck, the rank bad luck, uh, you know, losing Jonah Williams, you know. Um, and so I think it's just a bit of everything. It's like the stars have aligned, but not in a good way at all. It's the perfect storm of crapness. Yeah, I, agree. I, I, I completely agree with you. I think, for me, it's the atmosphere. It's the mentality in the locker room. And I think we saw them against Seattle. I think there was genuinely a really good feeling in that locker room going into that Seahawks game. I think the players on the team could play better than they play now. I just think the Bengals had a hard couple of years. And I think injuries this year, going into this season, I was positive. And a lot of I people think, were positive. Yeah, I but was. I think, I was you know, to. I think the two key blows to this team... AJ Green and Jonah Williams. Yeah, I think they really took a, like a, a blade to the heart, and I think we played really well against Seattle. And I think away from home, we really put a good, uh, way better than I could have imagined. Yeah, but I just think for two years of bad performances and then this, I think it's it's an aging locker room. A lot of players have been here for a long time, and I think that solving that mental issue of the motivation and stuff like that that's a big hurdle to overcome to get the mindset right in the locker room of we're going to win now especially when you're 0-7 especially when there's problems with stuff like Cordy Glenn and you know there's a few things behind the scenes I do think the atmosphere is still pretty good in the locker room I I, I don't want to get into this now this is for another podcast but but I, think I question the I leadership think, on the team. I think they're starting to feel a bit worn down by it all, though. I mean, I, you, I, I, which is absolutely I, natural. I, I, and this, again, I want to talk to you about this on another podcast, not at the end of this. But I really, one thing I want to talk to you about is who's the leader on this team? Yeah. Um, who's, and that's, I think, something because... But again, I would say guy? we're not in the... I mean, they've obviously turned the music on here, so we're going to end up in a minute. But um, I think there's, there's a few leaders, but it's not... I know what you mean, that shouting, screaming... It's not about shouting and screaming. Andrew Whitworth led by example. He's a clear, clear, clear leader. And I think the Bengals missed that. I'm yeah. not saying he's the only reason. But I think you miss a guy that leads by example and that's been there a while. He knows the organization. He knows the team. And I just feel like the Bengals need that person in the locker room right now to get the atmosphere going. Because I think Andy Dalton knows his time's up. Yeah. I think AJ Green's in a tough spot. I think Geno Atkins... He's always been a quiet guy, a talented player, but a quiet guy. Yeah. I think Carlos Dunlap, again, is a great player. I don't know if he's necessarily the guy to yeah. G the locker room up. And I think that's what we really miss, is a guy in the locker room that can seriously pull heads together and say, come on, guys. But they're, they're, how, do, how do you know that's not happening right now? But who's the guy? Well, I don't know. I'm not in the, I'm not in the locker I think room. You do, I think when you've got a leader like that, if you look at the captains on the team... I don't think there's anyone that stands out as being but someone... But how do you know that? You're not in the locker room. How do you know that those people aren't shouting and screaming? Because how do you know that Wit's a leader? How do you know? How do you look at Wit and be like, that's the guy I'd rally around? I know what you mean. I know what you mean. But I'm just saying, we don't know We don't know if Andy Dalton... I mean, Andy Dalton or Gino Atkins or whatever, you know, I agree, we haven't agreed. But anyway, um, we're not going to get into we'll that We'll talk now. about that um, after the week. Right, okay, it's time to wrap this up. Uh, it's getting late here. The music has started in the uh, Emerald Tea, so you can probably hear that. Apologies if this is uh, is uh, technically not proficient, but there we go. That's the way things are in a busy pub. Well, thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, we'll be back 
Yes, probably not tomorrow actually. We're going to put this up Saturday morning, I think. Um, we, me and Nathan are off to the Bengals media day tomorrow and uh, we're going to hopefully get some players and we're going to get Zach Taylor's press conference and Andy Dalton's press conference and all that kind of stuff. So, so uh, thank you very much. And it only remains for me to say, it's a who day for me. It's a who day for me. Cheers, guys. And it should also be noted that the views and opinions expressed within this podcast do not reflect those of the Cincinnati Bengals organisation.